Hi, I'm Stacy Hyde and I'm back with another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less. And what I'd like to talk about today is cars. Cars, trucks, however you get around, um, assuming you're not in a place where solely relying on public transportation is an option, which I think for most people listening to this is everywhere that we live in today. And cars have gotten quite a bit more expensive. They've gotten very computer-based, which also means that it can be very expensive to fix them, to maintain them. Um, there's just a lot going on in your vehicle. And so as you may be in the market to look for a new vehicle, you really wanna pay attention to what is going to be the cost of maintaining this car. So what do I mean by that? What does it cost to get the oil changed? What about the service that's required on it? What about tires? What do they cost? If you're buying an electric vehicle, what is the cost of a new battery? If you have to replace that, particularly if you're buying a used electric vehicle. And then you cannot overlook the cost of car insurance. I saw a recent statistic that said the cost of car insurance had gone up 22%. I think part of that is coming from all the ads we see about um, hiring an attorney when you've been in an accident and the cost of all those settlements is pushing up the cost of car insurance overall as are the increase in car thefts. So I think it's important that you really understand what it's going to cost you to operate your vehicle. Because while it may be nice to drive the latest and greatest, it may be less expensive to get a used car that's just solid and boring and gets you from point A to point B. Although in some cases, it may be even less expensive to get the new car if you're not getting a $100,000 car and to really look and see, okay, well, if I get the new car, maybe I'm getting maintenance for a couple of years. Maybe I'm getting a warranty that's gonna protect me from out-of-pocket repair costs. So you really have to balance all that. And then when you're looking at it, most people, unfortunately, cannot afford to pay all cash for their new car. My hope and dream for everyone listening to this is you get to the point where you can. And the best way to do that is to limit the number of years that you finance your car. So maybe you can't afford to pay cash, but maybe you could shorten the amount of time that you finance your car from five or seven years down to three or four. And what that means is that you pay for your car over those three or four years. And then after you've paid those three or four years, you continue to save that amount of money monthly into a savings account. So when it's time to replace your car, you will have this significant cash saved up to put along with your trade-in, which will make sure that you also can keep your payment low again. And that's really how you get to where you're not always in the cycle of having a eight, $900 car payment that by the time you get it paid off over seven years, you know, your repair bills are adding up. And so in addition to having a large car payment, you're also having to pay 
repair bills. So you're like, well, maybe I should go ahead and trade and you kind of always get behind. So if you can flip it on its head, I recently um, recommended to a young employee at a firm that we work with that he should take time to build his credit to buy a lower cost car that, you know, maybe he only carries liability on. So he's not carrying comprehensive or collision. So if he's in a car accident, the car's a total loss and he was going to borrow the money from his aunt. So he didn't have to have full coverage. That's one thing to keep in mind. If you do finance a car, they're going to require that you have full coverage. You won't be able to just have liability only. And so if you do that for a year or two, pay um, back that loan maybe to a, a sweet relative that allows you to do that, and you build some equity and you build your savings, then you can go out and maybe get the nicer car that you wanted originally because you've got more savings and you have done things like um, pay your utility bill on time, pay your um, cable bill on time, pay off that credit card every month, but pay it on time. That's gonna help you build your credit, which is going to lower the cost of your car payment and interest over time. So these are some things that you should look at and really research, not just what's the cool car, definitely look at how reliable it is. There's lots of services out there that do this. Um, I have not done enough research to know which one is better than the other, but really take a look at your car because some cars are stolen more than others. Some get better gas mileage. All of that is gonna factor into your cost of ownership. So even if you're not a real spreadsheet person, get out a spreadsheet or get out a legal pad and start putting notes on the cars that you like the most so that before you get into the pressure of a dealership, you already have a pretty good idea about how much it's gonna cost for car insurance, gas mileage, an oil change, service intervals, tires for that vehicle so that you can avoid surprises and enjoy your car and getting around. Thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Better Financial Health in 15 Minutes or Less.